Welcome and greetings, career-minded superstars. You are listening to the exclusive Career Coach, your podcast for all things career. And I'm Lisa Edwards, the indispensable career coach for superstars just like you. Now let's dig into this week's topic, shall we? Hi there. I want to tell you about my webinars that are going to be coming up every month. I want you to check out my website and see what this month's webinar topic is and sign up. The format is going to be the same every month, even though the topics are going to change. It's going to be a huge variety of career-related topics. I'm going to give you a deep dive into content about that topic for about 30 minutes, and then you're going to have a chance for 30 minutes of Q&A in the chat box while I'm, I'm teaching you. You can ask me a question, and then if you're really brave, and I hope you will be, you can be volunteered to coach live on that month's topic so you can raise your hand and I'll coach you. I want to give you that URL so that you can go to my website, see what the next topic is and sign up. So go to http colon backslash backslash nope. So go to my website at exclusivecareercoaching.com forward slash webinar sign up see what this month's topic is, see when and, and, and what time it is, sign up and, uh, and get in there and participate with me. I look forward to having you there. Thanks. Greetings, career managers. How are you today? Are you ready to talk about brilliant networking for brilliant people? I know that the people who listen to this podcast and my clients are brilliant. In fact, I am known as the indispensable job search strategist of sales and marketing superstars, and everybody knows superstars are brilliant people. So I really want to drill down and give you some tactical strategies that you can use to be a brilliant networker, because I know you're a brilliant person. In episode 14, I gave this definition of networking. A supportive system of sharing information and services among individuals and groups having a common interest. So that's the framework for this conversation about networking. It needs to be a supportive system. It needs to be sharing of information and services. And it needs to be among people or individuals who have a common interest. So in that podcast, I talked about setting goals for your networking activities, creating an intriguing and engaging elevator pitch, listening more than you talk, being specific in what you ask for from your networking contacts, and following through with what you say you will do for your networking contacts. So today I want to cover the formula that I use with my clients on how to network in a way that doesn't leave you feeling like a barnacle. So if you think about a barnacle, it attaches itself to the side or the underside of a boat, and it feeds off of the other parasites on the boat, and it is to the detriment of the boat. The boat gets nothing from this. That's what a parasitic relationship is. But I want your networking to be a symbiotic relationship, meaning that both parties benefit equally from the relationship. So the formula that I'm giving you today works specifically when you're networking with people that you know or people who are pretty much at your same level. They're your peers, even if you don't know them. I'll be covering how to network with people you don't know who are at a higher status in a later podcast. So I have seven tips for becoming a networking pro, becoming a brilliant networker. Number one, let's start with when you call to schedule the meeting. So let's say you pick up the phone 
and you call someone and you say, hey, I'd like to get together. Let's let's get together and catch up with each other. I don't want you to tell them that it's because you're looking for something specific. So, for example, if you're job searching, I don't want you to call somebody and say, hey, I'm looking for a job. Can I pick your brain? And let's go to lunch together. There's really, other than some altruism, there's nothing in it for the other person when you present it like that. So that puts you into that parasitic relationship. What I want you to make this about is a conversation among equals where you're giving as much as you're getting. That's exactly what a symbiotic relationship is. So if you're looking for a job, that doesn't need to be the converse, the focus of the conversation. So I don't want you to present with that. It doesn't serve you to do that. So when you call, you're saying, hey, I want to get together. I want to catch up, see what you're up to, tell you a little bit about what I'm up to, that kind of thing. That's going to be more appealing to the other person. Number two, do your homework before the meeting. And LinkedIn is the best place to do this. So this is going to help you to know what questions you want to ask them. It's going to help you to know what your specific ask is from them. I'm going to talk about that more in a few minutes. And then also you may get a sense sort of uh, what challenges they might be facing based on what you see on LinkedIn. Um, there might be some clue as to maybe, oh, maybe they're dealing with this situation right now, or maybe they're facing the same challenge I did in the same a similar job. Number three, at the meeting, let them talk first and let them talk the most. And you want to ask questions based on the homework that you did. But mostly I just want you to really listen to what their challenges are, their successes are, you know, what's going on with them. I really want you to listen. Now, here are some of the questions that you can ask them. What's the biggest project on your plate right now? Tell me about your most recent success. What is your BHAG goal for the year? In case you don't know, BHAG is B-H-A-G, Big, Hairy, Audacious Goal. So what is your BHAG goal for this year? Which of your skills is getting the most mileage these days? I like that one. I think that one's really fun. And notice, none of those questions take the person in a negative direction. Now, that's not to say that they won't go in a negative direction and start complaining about their job or complaining about the company, but you're not taking them in that direction with a, so what do you like least about your job? I don't want you to go there because I don't think it serves you. It doesn't serve them to go in that direction. And as I said, they may take your questions in a negative direction, but I don't want you to go there. All right, so number four, provide value to this person in the form of contacts, ideas, strategies, perspectives, insight. One of the pieces of feedback I get most often from my clients when I'm teaching them how to network is that they can't perceive what value they will give to the other person. They're so tunnel focused on, in their case, it's usually that they're job searching. So they're so focused on what they need from the other person that they can't really think about what value they would give them. And I always assure them that they will be able to give value. They will know someone that would be a tremendous benefit to the other person. They will have a strategy that's worked for them in a similar situation that would be beneficial. Maybe they know about a, a group, a, net, a networking group that would be helpful for this individual. Maybe they know some sort of a program or training that would be beneficial to them. Maybe they have a vendor that provides a service that they're trying to uh, purchase for their company. So there's 
you know, the thing about knowledge is that we don't tend to value our knowledge as much as someone else's because we already have it. So we devalue it simply because it's known to us. It's not new. We it's Maybe it's something you've known for a long time and you don't see the value in it. But trust me, the other person will see a lot of value in that knowledge. So just if you can go into the networking, trusting yourself, trusting that you will be able to give value to that other person, I assure you that you will be able to get value to them. Number five, when it's your turn to talk, if you've provided sufficient value, they're going to be more willing to help you. So if you've done that, those previous steps that I've talked about correctly, and you're really listening, you're really centered on the other person and how you can provide value to them, they're going to say something like, well, if we've talked about me this whole time, what can I do for you? And they're going to be really motivated to help you because you've just helped them so much. So you don't have to worry about whether they're going to want to help you because it's human nature. It's very unlikely that you're going to network with someone that you help tremendously and then they're going to be like, we're done now. Number six, make a very specific ask for that person. So when it's your turn, I want you to know who you want them to connect you with or what you need them to help you do to get closer to your goal. So if your goal is a specific company, let's say you're trying to get FaceTime with a specific a decision maker at a specific company that you really want to work for, then I want you to ask for that. So what I one of the biggest mistakes I hear people making in, is in networking, especially with job search, is they will say to a networking contact, well, if you hear of anything, let me know, or if anything comes across your desk. And that's so vague, and you know, vague requests lead to vague results. And so there's really nothing there that the other person can sort of sink their teeth into and act upon. It's just not actionable. And it's very forgettable. So I want you to be very specific in what you want this person to do for you. Now, they may have some other idea that you couldn't have possibly foreseen. You couldn't see it on LinkedIn. You didn't know it about them. And they say, hey, I also know so-and-so. Or, hey, I also have this suggestion for you. So I want you to be have some flexibility. But I also want you to go in there knowing exactly what you're hoping they will do for you. So here's a couple examples. So you might say, Mary, I saw on your LinkedIn profile that you're connected to John Smith, the Director of Human Resources at ABC Company. Is this someone you know well? And if Mary says yes, then you would ask her if she would be willing to make an email or even better, an in-person introduction on your behalf to John Smith. Another example, Jeff, I know you work for XYZ Company, and I'm interested in speaking with the purchasing director about our new supply chain management software. Is this an introduction you would be willing to make? So very specific. And then that leads beautifully into number seven, which is the follow through. So in terms of what you've asked them to do for you, once you've given a specific ask, it's very easy to follow up in an email and say, hey, Mary, it was great seeing you on Friday and having lunch with you. Just wanted to remind you that you said you'd put in an introduction to John Smith at ABC Company for me. Thanks in advance. I'm so appreciative. Also, I want you to follow through with what you've said you'd do for them. So I want you to take notes in the in the networking session. And if they want you to introduce them to a specific person, or maybe you said, hey, I'll send you a link to that website, I want you to be sure and do that. That's That's just great for showing your professional integrity as part of your brand. 
So this one's a pretty short one, and I hope that I packed a lot of punch into this short podcast. I want to go over again those top seven tips for becoming a brilliant networker. So number one, when you set out to set the meeting, to call or email them about having a networking meeting, don't make it about what you want from that meeting, because that's not what the meeting should be about. It should be about how you can help the other person and what you want from the meeting. I want both of those to be um, present. And so by leading with what you want, you really are disincentivizing the other person to participate in that network, to take time out of their schedule to network with you. So just tell them that you want to catch up with them and hear what what their challenges are and what's going on with them, something like that. Number two, do your homework. Use LinkedIn ahead of time to find out how this person might be able to help you so that you can be very specific in your request of this person. During the meeting, let them talk first and most. Ask questions based on the homework you did. Have maybe some prepared questions that if the conversation stalls, you can say things like, what's the biggest project on your plate right now? Tell me about your most recent success. What's your BHAG goal for this year? Which of your skills is getting the most mileage these days? Provide value. You might have a contact. You might have an idea, a strategy, a certain perspective, some insight that you can give this individual. And even though that information is known to you and you may not think it's valuable, it will be incredibly valuable to them. Number five, when it's your turn to talk, if you've provided sufficient value, they're going to be more than willing to help you. So you do your part in the first part of this conversation, and they're going to be willing and able to do their part in the second part of the conversation. Make a specific ask. So know exactly who you want them to connect you with and how you're hoping they will connect you or what resource you need from them. Be very specific. And again, LinkedIn is your best friend in this regard because you can do that homework ahead of time. Doesn't mean that they might not have some other tremendous ideas for you and you want to be flexible and hear those and be open to those. But I also want you to have a goal in mind. And then finally, follow through. So in terms of what you said you would do for them, do it. Remind them of what they'd said they would do for you and so that they can follow through as well. And I think if you take these steps, you're going to find that you are a great networker, you're a brilliant networker, and your networking yields the results that you want it to yield. So best wishes with that. As I say every podcast, I want to be your career coach. So if you have questions for me, be sure and put them in the comment box. I hope that you'll rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. And also you can always email me at lisa, that's L-E-S-A, at exclusivecareercoaching.com. Have a great week, y'all. You've been listening to the Exclusive Career Coach with Lisa Edwards, CEO of Exclusive Career Coaching. It would be great if you would rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Also, I want to be your career coach, so be sure to ask questions about your career management challenges and job search situation. Until next time.